Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode on Fill the Cup podcast. We are on the last day of August. Like, I can't believe it. Like, I just can't believe we made it to one of the biggest months, in my opinion, of this year. And this month has been difficult, but also so rewarding in so many ways. And I'm just excited to really fill your cups with what God has dropped in my spirit for you entering into this new month. We are about to really dive into a specific trauma that I don't always hear talked about a lot on a lot of platforms amongst different speakers or just period. I don't hear this a lot. So I feel like God has really led me to talk on something that I've dealt with for years in so many different spaces in my life. And I know that there's a good amount of people who resonate with what I'm talking about. So we're going to talk about how to overcome nonchalant trauma when you are a passionate person. Overcoming nonchalant trauma when you are a passionate person. Now, you may be saying, what does she mean by nonchalant trauma? When I say nonchalant trauma, is pretty much trauma from dealing with one or different nonchalant people or individuals in your life, especially when you're not naturally a nonchalant person. Everybody has nonchalant moments where you're not very talkative, you don't want to be bothered. You're not this bubbly, full of life person. Everybody has those moments. I don't care who you are. But specifically people like me who are passionate, who are very a little bit more talkative, more expressive with their emotions. We tend to deal with the, the biggest amount of trauma when it comes to a nonchalant individual. And this is not only romantic this can be in friendships. This can be in romantic partners. It can be in family members. This can be in workplace, uh, coworkers. We all have encountered people that we don't fully understand that are nonchalant. Now, the first way you have to overcome nonchalant trauma is you can't assume that you know someone completely off of their nonchalant behavior. You can't assume that they're heartless. You can't assume that they do not care, that they do not have feelings. You can't assume that you are a mind reader because they come off nonchalant. Now, if you're a passionate person like me, it is very frustrating at times to deal with somebody who you're trying to get a point across to, who you're trying to explain your thoughts and feelings to, that is nonchalant because a lot of times their facial expressions are very like they don't care, like they don't want to be bothered, like a lot of the passionate words and delivery that you're bringing to them is not really moving them much. And it can frustrate you because in your mind, you're like, God, I'm trying to get this point across. I don't feel like they're really hearing me or feeling me or understanding me. And it's making me feel unheard, unseen and very misunderstood. But God has really allowed me to process the nonchalant people that I've dealt with in my life, whether they're still in my life or have left my life or I've walked away from them. He's allowed me to analyze it completely different. First of all, you can't look at it from 
naturalize a natural lens surface level you especially if you are a child of god if you're a christ follower you have to look at it with the spiritual lens you have to say god there's a deeper story there that clearly i'm missing that's why i'm allowing it to affect me so much that's why i'm allowing myself to feel unseen unheard misunderstood by this specific person because i'm not looking at it deeper than just what i see with the naked eye and when you tend to do that and you look at it just with the naked eye you're going to just allow your feelings to lead what you understand or how you should go about it you're going to let your feelings get you more upset more hurt more broken about how to handle somebody like this. You have to understand that there is something in their past. That is something that they've been through. Because we all been through something. We all have a story. But there's something specifically that this person has been through. That has caused them to be a little bit more colder. That has caused them to be more reserved about how they express themselves. That has caused them to be very cautious of who they open up to. It doesn't mean that there is not a bubbly side inside of them. It doesn't mean that there is not a um expressive side of inside of them they just want to feel safe and regardless of what type of personality type you have we all want to feel safe but specifically nonchalant people they're very cautious because they've been hurt so many times in their life of who they open up to and a lot of times they're in families or grow grown up in families where they did not see healthy examples of expressing yourself they didn't see people going to therapy they didn't see people normalizing talking out their emotions which caused them to internalize a lot of things and be their own islands where they're on this on their own island in isolation trying to figure out life on their own and a lot of them will assume that they're getting by okay but as a spiritual believer you when you really like look at it beyond the surface you'll see that there's a lot of pain there there is a lot of brokenness there is a lot of lack of safety that this person feels so the best way you overcome it is that you do not match them you cannot treat them the way that they're treating you when it comes to their coldness when it comes to their lack of expression now let's say if you're dating somebody like this me personally coming from somebody who's dated a lot of nonchalant men who have definitely hurt me in a lot of ways or I've allowed to hurt me in a lot of ways. I was trying to match their nonchalance with my unnatural nonchalance. I was trying to be more prideful. I was trying to match energy when I really am not this type of person. And it was causing me more pain and causing a deeper disconnect, which caused miscommunication, which caused us to draw apart and ultimately the relationship not to work out. So I had to realize in order for me to really um, be able to battle a lot of the internal fights that this person is kind of showing me that they're dealing with, I have to not match their energy, but I have to respond in love. I have to respond in calmness. I have to respond without my feelings leading me and guiding me. And I cannot be selfish in how I approach the situation because a lot of us when we approach nonchalant people whether we're dating them whether they're our friends whether they're co-workers that we're trying to get a point across to 
We can't only approach it with me, me, me. You're making me feel this way. This hurts me. Yes, you can express how these things may affect you, but it's very um, important to not be selfish in how you receive the way that they're going about how they handle things. You can't always think that they're only doing it to hurt you, that they're only doing it to make you feel some kind of way. A lot of the times... It's a cry for help for them to say, hey, I feel not seen. I don't feel heard. I don't feel understood. I just want somebody to just listen and not assume the worst out of me, not assume that I just want to hurt them. I just want to feel safe. And a lot of them are wanting to say that, but they have not met the right type of person that really receives them in love, that really approaches them in love and does not approach them with selfishness. And I think that a lot of that is rooted in us only trying to experience people from a lens of what can you do for me? Your experiences with people should not be rooted in only what they can do for you. You have to look at it like, hey, I want to bring something to your pot just like I expect for you to bring something to my pot. And I believe together we can make something beautiful. And the more that we approach relationships like that, there'll be less of a struggle of selfishness and more of let's be a joint collective union of greatness of peace of joy of creativity of laughter of healthiness of good communication let's do that together let's put it in one pot and let's cook something amazing together and i believe that the more that you approach relationships like that you won't let nonchalance out of someone affect you negatively another way you got to overcome it is you have to forgive those who have not been able to express themselves properly who have hurt you from not um really opening up with even how they feel from not being knowing how to affirm you i know that i was somebody who always seeked a lot of validation from any guy that i've ever dated and when I didn't receive that uh, uh, like enormous amount of attention or if, if they weren't telling me I was beautiful a hundred times, if they weren't telling me they love me a hundred times and they miss me a hundred times, I was immediately being more insecure, making it a selfish situation. And I think in my single season, God had to deal with me and say, hey, Kendra, in order for you to really process these nonchalant personality types that you've attracted, because that's been the pattern that you've attracted in your life, you have to not make it this me, me, me experience and say, look, that there is a validation that I need to heal that other people that I date or friends that I have, they can't heal that for me. I have to deal with this brokenness with God on my own. I cannot jump into new relationships without dealing with the fact that I'm still hurt from the last three relationships where I didn't feel seen, where I didn't feel appreciated. Because if I don't deal with it, I'm going to keep bringing that broken baggage to every new relationship, expecting for them to be a doctor of something that they never 
broke of something that they never were responsible for um, hurting me with. And it's not fair to any new relationship for me to put that responsibility over something that I should be loving myself through, over something that I should be completely giving over to God. Yes, therapy is important. But until you truly talk to God in a way to say, look, God, I need you to heal this broken heart. I need you to take my pain and show me the silver lining. This Show me the purpose in this pain. Show me how I can take all of these broken experiences and make something beautiful. Show me how to love myself on my own, in my own alone time, so that I am completely whole before I go into a new relationship. Give me the right resources. Give me the right community to have around in order for me to go to the next level in my confidence. And I believe that you can pray that prayer to God and day by day, little by little, he'll give you your joy back. He'll give you your confidence back. He'll allow you to not really attract a nonchalant person who you're trying to put responsibility on to be your joy to be your peace to be your love like those should be bonuses when you get into a new relationship now as a past a passionate person somebody who's very expressive somebody who's full of life somebody who everybody goes to to feel better we all need our own like quiet moments we need those times in the car where the music is off where we don't really want to answer the phone from people who calling us for advice especially if I'm speaking from my own experience, we want times where we feel hurt. And a lot of times I realized that I was always attracting nonchalant personalities because I'm always on 10 because I'm a little crazy as far as how I express myself because sometimes I'm, I'm an overthinker. A lot of passionate people and creatives are overthinkers and we tend to want a nonchalant person to balance us out, calm us down, help us not be so dramatic <laughs> And a lot of times when we put that responsibility on them to calm us down and to level us out, we tend to be frustrated if they don't do it in the way that we that we want them to do it. You cannot expect you out of people. You cannot expect your personality out of people. You can't expect who God created you to be out of somebody that you're dealing with, especially when they're not the same type of passion. They don't show it the same way you do. Um, and it's very important that you don't put that pressure on them, that you don't make them feel like this is an extra job for them to have to be in your life and also to always have to stroke your ego or to make you feel better. Sometimes that is not people's responsibility. That's why we have to have whole building, W-H-O-L-E, building experiences by ourselves in our own time so that when we show up to new relationships we are not making it like it's another nine to five for them to be in our life it's not fair to them and it's not fair to you because you're going to hurt yourself more expecting that the biggest way you got to overcome this trauma is you got to get in the word of god you got to pray without ceasing you have to speak affirmations over yourself you got to tell yourself who you are 
And you can't assume that just because you had one bad experience or two or three bad experiences with nonchalant people that you feel like you kept attracting, you can't assume that everybody's the same and that this is the only way everybody's going to be. And then you're going to put zodiac sign expressions, which is something I even did recently this year. And God took my tongue and said, no more of that. Or just blaming, oh, a certain uh, group of people. Oh, Jamaicans are all like this. Or Haitians are all like this. Or Spanish people are all like this. Or black people are all like this. Or white people. No, 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 no. How about you heal what is broken and do not try to categorize a whole group of people, a whole culture of people because you are fragile, because you're broken, because you have not taken enough time to yourself to heal what you won't let God reveal. Let God reveal what you have been hiding for way too long. Expose that thing. Take accountability for your part. Take accountability for what you've allowed. Take accountability for what you held in even when you wanted that nonchalant person to read your mind. You are not um, expected to live this life expecting people to be mind readers. That's not their job to be my readers. God knows everything. Let him really diagnose what you've been dealing with. And the more you seek him is the more that the Holy Spirit, your advocate, your personal bestie, who's in your ears, who's in your spirit, he will expose to you yourself. He will expose to you how to handle people. I'm talking about people with the most special personalities. He'll expose to you what to say. He'll guide you on what to do. He'll guide you on how to love them better. He'll guide them on how to how to forgive them when it seemed like it's still affecting you five years later, 10 years later, a year later. And you got to be okay with people leaving your life. You got to be okay with people not understanding you. You got to be okay with people not saying things the way you want them to say it because that's the only way it's going to feel good for you to sleep at night. No, no, no. Deal with that. Take accountability that you play a part in healing your brokenness. You play a part in it. It's not other people's responsibility to play a part in it. And the biggest thing is you cannot assume that you know people off of facial expressions, off of how they dress, off of their demeanor, off of if they don't use their hands the way you do, if they're not a natural public speaker the way you are. That's not fair to them. There is there is passion inside of them. There is power inside of them. But God created them to be that way. And he created you to be the passionate person you are so that he knew that both worlds would coexist and come into alignment, into agreement, because they learned individually how to deal with themselves enough to show up better to that opposite version of themselves, if that makes sense. Like, I've had to learn how to deal with myself enough to say, okay, if I deal with a nonchalant person, I know how to approach it better. Because a lot of my exes are nonchalant. And I was always doing the blame game, blame game, blame game, blame game, blame game. And it was never actually getting me anywhere. And until I really took accountability for my part, until I took accountability for the fact that I really was not loving myself properly. And I cannot put that responsibility on a person that I'm dating to help me love me better. That's not their responsibility. That is for me and God to work through together. And it's possible and you're loved and you're worthy. And the more that you remember that is the more that you can overcome dealing with nonchalant trauma and that every personality is meant to be what it is 
in whatever season is meant to be in for to teach you something about yourself. And the more that you change your perspective on that is the more you heal. So I hope that this podcast bless you. I hope that you'll share this episode. Follow me on Instagram at more motivation. M-O-O-O. I did too many O's. M-O-O-R-E-R motivation. Follow me. DM me on how you felt about this episode. Comment below. Tell me how you feel. And I'm just excited to grow with you guys in September and to bring you more quality content to fill your spirits and to fill your cups. Have a great week. I love you. It's nothing you can do about it. Have a blessed one.